0: Hi, Caden uh, here uh, from Glaring Questions, your your co-host. Uh, before we start this episode, we would just like to put out a trigger warning that this episode is going to be dealing with uh, the Some acts heavy of topics. Heavy topics. Um, so if you get a little bit disturbed or easily disturbed by uh, self-harm, depression, anxiety, and so on and so forth, then we would recommend you go ahead and skip this episode and we will see you in a couple of weeks.
1: Trust me. We will not mind Do not listen to this if you're affected by these subjects, especially if it's a very sensitive matter. We're not trying to downplay any of these problems, but they're very prevalent to the source material that we're discussing.
0: However, if you are not disturbed by those, then strap in and grab a beer, because this is going to be one wild-ass episode. Enjoy, y'all.
1: Hello, hello! Welcome back to Glaring Questions, your new podcast on, well, all media. TV shows, movies, comic books, and everything in between, but especially this time, video games.
0: Yes, sir! What's up, you guys? It's your boy, Caden. I am one of your co-hosts, and this is Tucker, your other co-host, where I bring the banter, and he brings the facts. Hello there. (laughs) That was pretty good. This episode, we are going to be doing Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, Yeah, this is going to be something. Tucker, why don't you go ahead and start us off?
1: Okay. So, if any of y'all don't know what Doki Doki Literature Club is, as it nears its fourth year of existing... this
0: is frickin' insane.
1: Doki Doki Literature Club is a visual novel video game based around four girls in a sort of... Mix between Japan and the United States. As the main as a nameless, faceless main character joins the school's literature club. And, of course, there's a romance element because, if any of y'all know Japanese, Doki Doki is the onomatopoeia for the sound of the heart mix.
0: I actually did not know that.
1: This is my first time. So it's literally meaning that. a li- literature club of the beating of the heart. Damn. Well, that's something. So, just, we're gonna do a rundown of what everything, of what all happens in the game. You all most likely heard the trigger warning, so we're not going to spare any expense in explaining the full depth of what happens. So we start off with our main character coming out of his house to to an empty street when he hears a voice. That's his old childhood best friend that he's lost contact with. I got you, I got you. All right. She come up. She like, Yoshi. All right, continue. (laughs) So her name is Sayori. Second shortest member of the club. Is she a cutie?
0: (sighs) This will be a long one. (laughs) I, she, dog, you cannot (laughs) sit there and tell me that she ain't.
1: I didn't say that.
0: Uh Uh-huh, exactly.
1: So you, they catch up, and eventually, Sarah's like, "Hey, are you joining any clubs?" Because no, because you told me you would. And he's like, "Uh,
0: fine. Hold on, hold on. Or we can say no and avoid this entire game. Oh,
1: Episode done. Sorry, um, that's not a choice. Trust me, I tried.
0: Damn it. All right. Well, you know what? I tried.
1: <laughs> so you go to the li- you go to the literature club after a long day at school, and you meet three more girls." Ooh, spicy. Y- Yuri. Female attention. <laughs> Yudi, the tallest member of the club. Natsuki, the shortest member of the club. And Monica, the lack job, second tallest member of the club. Why does height matter? It doesn't. But it, it doesn't. It's just a fact just that I always love to know.
0: And it's a very useful fact for
1: you guys to know. So, the the game sort of goes on from there. You have all these days at school with these four girls. You get to know them one on one. Hell yeah! All right. And then you get up to the point of festival planning because the school has this club festival. So that's one of your major choices: is do you want to spend festival prep with Yuri, painting a banner, or do you want to spend it baking cupcakes with Natsuki? Obviously, you want some cupcake. Because you want cake. Yeah, so they're completely branching scenes and CGs based around these interactions. What does CG mean? It's sort of like a frame, like a an artwork that isn't. Ti- in this case, it isn't typically in the main story. You have to pick it out. Okay. The route. All right. So, like, if you ever hear someone saying, "Oh, it's Yuri's fest festival prep CG," they're probably talking about the one where she's in, in this in in her cardigan. Because she wears a cardigan uh-huh. for some reason. But yeah, too. after that, you get to the day of the festival. And oh boy. Ugh.
0: It's a beautiful day, actually. So you get to the festival. The birds are chirping. All right. Your mom actually shows up telling you how much she absolutely it's adores anime. you. Since
1: when are the parents around?
0: And, and how much she supports you. <laughs> I wish my mom would do the same. <laughs> oh,
1: please. So.
0: Nothing bad happens on this day. It's
1: perfect. So your character gets to the school. Almost everything is planned out and ready. Perfect. But then. Sayori's not there.
0: Oh, where'd that cutie go? <laughs> so. Which,
1: yeah. Then. Ma- Oh, and I forgot to say this. On the last day of festival prep, Sayori confesses her love to you and that she's actually been dealing with depression for years. What? Dog. And you're given a choice of saying, I love you too, or you will always be my dearest friend.
0: I love you too, obviously,
1: is the right answer. You can't go
0: and break a girl's heart like that. Spoiler
1: alert, it doesn't freaking matter. This choice has no effect on the story. Then why the fuck would they... Why the frick frack would they give me... It's a, an
0: inevitable choice. That is dumb. What kind of telltale half-an-ass
1: game is this? So, either way... you Satan you made get this the game. So, either way, you get he- there on the day of the festival, and Monica, I'm pretty sure... I'm trying to remember this as well, best as I can. Says, huh, you really left Sayori hanging it this morning, didn't you? Dog! <laughs> Dog! So no, to, conte- I... to contextualize that, you you eventually realize wait, Siri's not here. So you go to her house, you walk into her house, you knock on her door. There's no response. Her parents come to the door.
0: She was just having mental health day. They took her out to go get some mochi ice cream or whatever the frick these these girls eat. In this world, Mochi Ice Cream will say that, yes, because that's what happens. I would. She's okay. She's up in her... She's reading Fifty Shades of Grey. She's in the bathtub with candles <laughs> around, and it's dark, and, and she was just having a bad day. So,
1: moving on! She kills herself. <laughs> she, you you open the door, and you, she's see her, dead. you see her hanging there. She's... In the most literal sense. Let's well, flash back to that really, really
0: clever... Uh fast forward, what is that called? um foreshadowing? Let's flash back to that <laughs> awesome foreshadowing. Oh, you yeah. really left her hanging there. She knows,
1: oh she knows she, she knows, knows everything. everything
0: she's like sans
1: so, she knows after that, the game pretends to crash. Sarah's character file disappears, and your game restarts, except this time she's not there. Her name doesn't show up, even in the original part of the game where she where she came up and you got that initial part of the game. Well, initially it actually glitches her name and it glitches her and, and so it crashes again, restarts, and then you get no one. What? You come out to the street, no one is there to, to greet you, you come to school. And then Monica is the person to come into that room and convince you to join the club. So things change. You get into the club room, and it's Yuri, Natsuki, and Monica, but no Sayori.
0: So, hold up. So, it's like Sayori just never existed in the first place? Exactly.
1: What in the, the game? is treating it like she him? never existed. Monica knows. Yep. So, except this okay. time around, all of their A traits hater. are heightened. Yuri used to be shy. Now she's obsessive. Okay. Natsuki used to be like a Sundore she was kind of mean. Now she's acting like a complete douche. Like she's being way meaner than usual. Put a put a a
0: scumbag hat on her head because she being a douche. And so you
1: you go through the game again, again. You go through all of this and yes, sir. and at the end of it Yuri comes up to you or well, it's in the club room, so you probably went up to her. And she confesses that she is in love with you. Ha! Ah, like Sayori. Oops. Fuck us, no. So, you Wrong get. Wrong decision. Don't.
0: You, I don't love you. Do not. Do not start you,
1: this again. You get a choice. Do you accept her confession? All right. Yes or no?
0: Does it matter this time?
1: No, it does not matter God this damn time. Matter this time. She will stab herself either way. Mm. So she repeatedly stabs herself. She falls to the floor, and you spend what seems to be two solid in-game days staring at her dead body.
0: Okay. Well, now we just got kind of a a, like a death kink going on here. Yeah, it's
1: weird. And so, it's so freaking weird. Natsuki, if I remember correctly, walks into the club room. Okay. Sees it. Sees the dead body, vomits, runs away. That's the last we see of her. Oh no. And then Monica. And Yay. the game restarts. Except this time you you okay. come into the game and oops, you're you're stuck in a club room with Monica. Oh no. You're a crazy psycho bitch. Yuri and Natsuki's character files are gone. And you're only left with her, and well, it's just an endless chasm of her talking to no one in particular. Except in this point, she can she could actually read your steam name and say it to you. That's a cool detail. That's
0: no that that's a creepy detail. No, and I, I don't fuck with that. Mm-mm. So
1: there's actually no time at which it prog- at which the story progresses now. You have to go into the character files and delete her character file. She has too much power. Yes. So you delete her character file, she starts to disappear, she blames everything on you, says that she loves you. The baby, twenty twenty four, yeah for president. <laughs> and so the game restarts again. <laughs> game restarts all the time. Uh huh. But this time you come into the club room and it's Sayori, mm-hmm. Yuri, and mm-hmm. Natsuki. Yo! But Monica's character file's still gone. That's so poggers! So, you go through this, and depending on whether or not you got the true ending, which we'll go over a bit later, Mm -hmm. Sayori will give you some sort of message thanking you for everything and saying that she's alright. But Monica's not around, so she's not the president of the club anymore. Oh no Sayori is. So at, at the end of this scene, she basically says, Guess what? I know everything. So she's like, I know about Monica.
0: So, so basically what is happening is that whoever claims the title of this the, the president just is now just an sentient. all-knowing sentient being. So that's why, so Monica could have actually been just an innocent, just, just as innocent as, as these three young ladies. If she
1: hadn't become the president.
0: So what we need to do is pull some JFK shit, we have to assassinate her before she can become president. Wait, wait, wait. That's not how it happened with JFK. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, alright. He was already president. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem, I guess. Wait, hold on. What? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Wait, because then if we assassinate Monica... Then Sayori would become president, so then we have and to the, assassinate her.
1: But then someone else would become the president. Kill all four of them. That's, but but that's then the, the game would probably still create another character. Kill that character, too. <laughs> we don't know how far this rabbit hole goes. Aww. So yeah, the Aye game carumba. pretty much ends there, and you get your credits yes. with the song Your Reality. We win, right? But the song Your Reality is kind of interesting to me. Did because win... Monica actually has more detailing than almost any character her character file is the biggest in terms of storage
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's the only one with an official birthday and an official voice actor voice actress but that voice actress only appears in the ending song <laughs>
0: and to be fair
1: the song the song's lyrics do suggest a lot about her whole story in the game because it's because the final line is and in your reality if i don't know how to love you i'll leave you be which could be all about how she's trying to reach the player but she gives everyone back she restores the game when she's deleted
0: That's not Poggers.
1: So, now to go down to the nitty-gritty details of everything about this game. Alright,
0: here we go. Strap in, because this is where it starts. Okay. Fourteen fucking minutes in.
1: Here we go. <laughs> so, the, the char- Kitchakooer's like The characters all seem to have one central, realistic quality. This humanizing quality to them.
0: And they all are struggles.
1: Yeah. Especially in the teenage youth. Okay, listen. You're a teenager. You can't say teenage youth without without sounding cringy.
0: Well, I'm sorry. Well, that is what it's <laughs> okay. So I feel as if they're each and each of these, these these women, each of these girls, are going through something that most teens in society today go through.
1: Yeah, they're they're very. We have realistic. depression and
0: anxiety. We have self harm. And obviously Monica is supposed to resemble the white, short, white teenager uh girl She is fives. Hold on, hold on. She's supposed to resemble the stuck up uh short white cheerleader that just got in a cheer and thinks that she is the shit now. Oh. Whatever.
1: Oh
0: <laughs> I mean, think about it. It's called power, okay? And just it's like called her we're... being
1: the leader of the debate team. The do the, the debate the debate team. The
0: debate. <laughs> we're five. Yeah. Anyway, so continue.
1: So Sayori, she's this bubbly character all around. She's always willing to help people, but then bubbly, that confession happens, and she reveals that she's secretly been handling and dealing with depression.
0: And no matter what the entire, fuck almost you two, she dies.
1: And that's really so realistic. And, I mean, the way that she uses some words to describe things that could be described in so many more formal terms, it really hits home. The way that she describes what seem to be these depressive episodes as rain clouds just hanging over her head. Uh-huh. And it's so so vivid and it makes so much sense when you think of someone who's dealing with this for years. Well, also, so... Let me... So, I'm not trying to
0: make this, this all, something all about me. But at this point, I've come to, to terms about what has happened in my past. But this whole depression thing, she... You see her, and on the outside, she looks completely fine. Yeah. Like, I have I have been through this same stuff. You know, I go to school, I come home, and I seem happy and joyful, and I joke around about everything. And everything is just carefree. But on the inside, you know, it's... I'm dead. there's nothing in here. My soul is dark, so I can kind of understand so this it's not like this is completely out of left field in fact, she acts like a stereotypically you know depressed teenager she's how happy on the outside, but then it's revealed that she actually isn't happy and she's
1: dealing with suicidal
0: violence. and depressionist she's
1: not was not English she's suicidal and has depression I mean even I love part of the thing where she reveals she wants him to be happy because that makes her feel less sad to know that she's helping someone yes but every time she sees him with another person which was something that she initially wanted it hurts her yeah so I think it really nails home the idea that nothing we do can always has to make sense yeah nothing we feel has to make sense and also, with Yuri, she has self-harm issues. That is a part of her character that's revealed in a sort of glitchy part of the game. Yeah. She's, she, also has, she also seems to have aspects of social anxiety and...
0: Yeah, because she's
1: sh- shy and... And obsessiveness. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not about to diagnose her with obsessive compulsive, compulsive disorder, but she does seem to have some obsessions. Mm-hmm. That she narrows. I mean, it's down also on. in the
0: traits. You can see how she acts. Yeah. At least in the second part, her second revival, if you want to call it that, not revival, the second time around.
1: Second iteration.
0: Yeah, you you're good with the big words. I'm not.
1: Yeah, and also, moving on to Natsuki, I mean, Natsuki's the interesting one to me. A lot of her traits are very well. She's short. Portrayed. She's short. Besides that, she's short. She's a that She's purposefully mean to a lot of people or snarky. And I mean, the thing that really gets into that is maybe she's being abused. So
0: I do, I don't live by, I was going to say, I live by this ideology. I don't live by it. So I always have this one thought in the back of my mind, and that is the abusee becomes the abuser and so even just her even being mean and stuck up that can mean that her home life like that is what she is around so she has developed that sense of entitlement it maybe is not the right word but you know what I'm like yeah. she has been indoctrinated immersion that's what I'm trying to think of she is she is immersed into this 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 household that i mean it's not confirmed but you know it's it could very well be the fact that she's dealing with an abusive parent so then she comes to school and decides to be
1: somewhat I mean, abusive. It, she's, abusive is not also, the right word. She, she's also referenced to be, or rumored to be, malnourished throughout the game. She does fall asleep in the club room from pure exhaustion. So, yeah. it, so it really does seem like she doesn't have a good life at home. That school was mm. the one place that feels good for her.
0: She also has all of her manga collection at
1: school in in that room.
0: In that room. Like, she doesn't take any of it home. It's it's just all in the room. Which could mean that her dad, which is... I mean, her mom isn't really referenced at all, but her, her dad could be possessive over her and wants her to do things that she doesn't exactly want to do.
1: Yeah. But with all that said, the real crux is monica Mm -hmm. she's this character stuck in the reality of knowing she's in a game surrounded by people that likely don't exist to her yeah because imagine it she is fully sentient she knows exactly what's going on and how she can change it but these other people they're code they're people programmed into nothing but a big blah blah bleep bloops and she can affect that code I mean, there's a whole black box where it's implied that she is the one deleting these character files actively. Mm-hmm. So with a simple command, she could destroy these people from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So it's like this sense of control, this sense of knowing everything and wanting to well, get it's, out of it. It's power. Yeah.
0: Knowing that she has all this power is also affecting the way that she acts.
1: Yeah. Knowing that you're stuck in a world that is completely fake has to be really hard on you. Yeah. And I mean, knowing that there like is real finally another real person controlling this unspecified character. Mm-hmm. The main character. And it's like, she has that chance now. Mm-hmm. The, the character can't choose her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have any route, but she's trying to reach him. Him or her. There is no specified gender of the main character. So it's like, that is really her main issue. She's stuck in this world and she's not entirely sure of the best way to deal with that. It, it's like got depressing. a full, it's like control and a lack of control at the same time. She can control the character, she can change the code in any way, but it doesn't change the fact that she's stuck in a fake world. Anyone that comes along can't choose her. She doesn't have a route in the game. And we don't even know if she can make one. And if she can't, that's a pretty lonely existence.
0: Yeah. Can't even imagine being alone. I will smack you.
1: But also, like. Bro, imagine being stuck in the game. What a loser also, it's so incredible to me that this game does so many things well.
0: It, it catches these aspects and, and these, these things that a lot of people, not even just teenagers, but just people in general deal with.
1: Yeah, like it completely flips the genre of a dating simulator on its head.
0: Yeah, it's more of a dating slash... I'm psychological with your... horror.
1: Yeah, I'm It's actually I'm one of its tags hate. on Steam. Psychological, psychological horror. horror.
0: Yeah, I would imagine.
1: I mean, a lot of people have done deep dives of this game. And, I mean, there's a huge modding community for this game. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole subreddit for it for just modding this game. Damn. R slash mods. And a lot of these mods go into maybe backstories, like behind closed doors is about Natsuki, Fallen Angel's about Yuri. There's Monica before story, there's Rain Clouds for Sayori. There's also Monica after story, but that's sort of just a continuation of Act 3 of this game. So it's like this game has inspired such a following and such a deep lore that people can create and bounce off of. Mm. And it probably won't get a sequel. With everything that Dan Salvato and Team Salvato have said about plans to make a sequel, we probably won't ever get one. But I don't think we need one. People, Damn. People have been looking into this game for over three years now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the fact that we're even able to make a full-on episode about this is really a testament to how well it treats these characters. I mean, I
0: think the fact that it could just be flipped on its head and this could all be fake. I mean, it is all technically fake because it's a, it's a game.
1: Yeah.
0: But knowing that they could, these theorists can think of something, but then it completely be flipped on
1: its head is insane. Yeah, like, this game could be co- about something way deeper than even we're talking about. hmm Like, Monica's character file message hinted towards a time travel plot, where Monica and the player would go back in time to stop the events of the game from happening. That's pretty sad,
0: but your mom makes a bomb cookie. I'm eating cookies right now. <laughs> I know, it's, it's. we're talking all negative and whatnot, but a positive note before we get back to the last few minutes of the episode,
1: cookies, yeah. a fire, eat some. And there's also some other cool things about this game, like the way they integrate the whole theme of literature into the devolving insanity and tension of the game. Like, Yuri and Natsuki argue the most in this entire game. But most of the time they do it, the first time they do it, is about. starts. the start of it is about writing style. And then it devolves into the use of the main character. The second time they do it, it really really quickly devolves into the attention of the main character. But, like, it starts with the full on theme of literature. Like, the whole game does. I mean even when Monica talks directly to the player with messages like save your game or take the or take the time to work on something it's within the game she's not stopping the time I, time of the game to just say it it's a casual dialogue
0: yeah, and also kind of
1: I know I teased this really far ago but the true ending So the game is technically by taking all the time to go through all the routes of the game and help all of the girls in ways that you can, and then reaching the end. At that point, you'll get a thank you letter from Sayori and Team Salvato that's thanking you for all your hard work and all your help. Mm -hmm. So it's really a good testament to being able to help people. Because, I mean... The theme of being able to help and being able to see everything really does get hammered home in this. Yeah. Because one of the big things that that the MC really seems to think when Sayori dies is, I didn't see it. I didn't Mm -hmm. see the problem. I didn't try to help her. Yeah. He's like, and a big thing that's used in mods is the idea of, if I'd known this sooner, if I reached out a day sooner, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And... Whether or not that's true, it's such a realistic idea that someone would think that. Yeah. That someone would think, if I tried a bit harder, if I made that extra step, if I took another day to work on it, this Mm would have worked. I mean, for all of this, it's problems that you really couldn't solve in a day.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But it makes it think, it really makes the player think that everything can help, can work out in the week that the game takes place in. Like, you can't... At least, I don't think you can cure depression in a week. No. It's such a deep-rooted issue. Yeah. That it would take a long time. Self-harm. You're not gonna stop someone Mm -hmm. from being so harming to to themselves in a week without help. Yeah. And this main main character is doing it by themselves. Whatever issue Natsuki has at home, or just in her family, that's gonna be really hard to handle, mm-hmm. just for her. Yeah, and only having one person to help might not be enough. And Monica, well, she's already trying her hardest to accomplish this goal. It won't be as sim- It wouldn't be as simple as just saying "I hear you, stop." Mm-hmm. It it'd be this big ordeal, and that's really something the game tries to tell you. Like, you can try to help these girls, you can try to spend all your time with them, but one of them will get hurt because of it. The more time you spend with another, the more the others notice. Damn. I think this was the deepest dive we've ever done into something like this.
0: Yeah. No, this episode has been pretty damn negative. And even with my stupid shit talks... Uh, it is still negative. But if there is anybody out there that is struggling with issues, talk talk to somebody. I know you don't think that it's it just you you don't think it's gonna
1: help, but it will. And it might not. Get, it might not get fixed in a day.
0: Yeah, it and pro- that's that's probably the problem that people don't understand is that just because you're seeking out help doesn't mean that you're being helped. Because if if you were thinking, yeah, I'll get help and I'll be better by tomorrow, that's not... It's not going to work.
1: It's over time. And this game really does work in bringing some of these issues to light. Like, if someone can take such a cute principle of such a suspension of disbelief and ground it in such a way that it really brings up real concepts, Mm -hmm. people will notice. And people have noticed in the past, like, three years yeah and of course i'm not trying to say that all the focus on mental illness is because of this game because it's definitely not just because of this game yeah but th- i feel like this game for all of the dark parts of it is an amazing testament to the writing abilities of realistic and in-depth writers and it's a real attention to detail and looking at the world Yeah, And so, of course, if you want to play this game, proceed with caution with everything that we've talked about.
0: Yeah, it's not a kid's game, which is what I thought it was at first until my friend Abby started to play it and I watched her and I was like, what the fuck is this? She's like, it's Doki Doki Literature Club. Like, this is not some cutesy dating simulator. They're killing themselves. So, yeah, no, proceed with caution Anyways, guys, that's pretty much all we have for you guys today. Um, the next
1: episode will be later on oh, Yeah,
0: we're going to make sure that it's more positive. But we felt like, you know, we might as well go We've, through this now.
1: We felt like it was good to have a genuine, honest vi- episode where we could just go into a game that we both had some experience with.
0: hmm Yeah. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your day. As always, I say... Uh, that rhymes. I'm not Dr. Seuss, though. No cap. Uh, printer, no paper. Uh, that's... I'm being stupid. Uh, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. It's always much appreciated. Um, if there's anything that we, you know, didn't go over, or anything that you would like us to do on, um, I am currently working on trying to set up a podcast email. So you guys will be able to contact us eventually, uh, through email, which will hopefully be nice. Um, my, that's it. That's all we have for you guys. Uh, if you guys want, I would recommend you guys go and watch some cutesy puppy video. about oh, yeah.
1: Dogs. You're going to need the pellet cleanser.
0: Yeah, exactly. Go watch, um, the Cat in the Hat, please. Go watch The Little Mermaid. No, that's too sad.
1: Uh, the, go... the fairy tale's darker.
0: Yeah, you're right. You know what? Just go cry. Go cry with a friend. Go listen to some music. Do anything that makes you happy.
1: Uh, And we will see you guys later. Peace. Peace.